Welcome back! Hello, everybody! Long time no see. Yeah, long time no hear. Long time no hear. Long time, long time no listen. We've seen a lot of you guys, probably. Yeah, yeah. And you guys have harassed us enough <laughs> that we're back. We're back. We're, we're off with our, we're, nope, we're done with our little impromptu hiatus. That's partially my bet. I started classes. I was sad and got sick. <laughs> I also got sick. I think yeah. everyone's getting sick. Yeah, it's been going around. So sorry about that, y'all. Lols. Um, <laughs> hopefully we'll be back to like more regular posting. Yes. Now, uh, I think we just need to like, we need to do like one episode to get back into the flow of it. Plus now Gabby will be editing. So yeah. if you have any editing issues, let Gabby know because I have so much schoolwork to do and I do not have time to edit. Exactly. So now all of the equipment and by all of the equipment, I mean the one app that we use <laughs> on my laptop so I can now edit stuff. I'm very excited. Okay. Yeah. I thought of a fun little game we could start this off with. Dear Lord. Um, have you seen that like three, two, one? and then they both say a word okay and then you have to get get the same word okay <laughs> so like if i said like fish and you said ocean then we'd be like okay three two one boat you know like you kind of like correlate the, the okay two. so you start with what like you say a word and then you try to move in yeah you try to try to get you know okay try to try to yeah okay yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay okay you ready no okay three, three two, two one, one. sweater I wasn't going to say fish. I was going to, and then I went no. Because first, I all I panicked, and all I could think of was like ocean words. Okay, fish and sweater. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay. Um. Okay. Three, two, one. one scale. Tuna. Ooh. <laughs> uh. Okay. 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 I got it. Three, two, two one. Can. <laughs> okay. Got it. <laughs> okay. Three, two, one. one. Finding Nemo. Damn it. <laughs> I said food. I said food. That was good. Three, two, one. Goldfish. Shark. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> we had it. Okay. I was really convinced. Goldfish there. and shark. Got it. Um, goldfish and shark. Hold on. Make eye contact with me. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Fish and chips. <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. You got it. Yeah, you got yeah. it. Fish and chips and... You know which Bruce I'm referring to, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Come on. Okay. Three, Three two, one. Dory. friends food. <laughs> I almost said that. I almost said that, too. Okay, Dory and fish are friends off... Oh, easy. Easy. <laughs> got this. Got this. Okay, come on. Come on. Okay. Come on. Okay. Three, two, two one. one. Don't... Keep swimming? Yeah, just keep swimming. Just, just keep, keep swimming. swimming. Just keep swimming. Yeah, nailed it. Keep... Yeah, that was it. I wonder how it. much of that... <laughs> was legible. <laughs> I don't know. Um, boom. Super instinct. We're we're like reading each other's minds. <laughs> since it's been so long since we last last uploaded, Sophie, what have what have you been up to? How's life? What's crack a lack of <laughs> the same <laughs> as like two months ago? Just like so much schoolwork. Taking osteology and osteology is whipping my ass. Slay. Yeah, it's gotta love them. Gotta love bones. My new favorite bone is the scapula. Oh. I can identify pretty much any feature on a scapula. Slay. Is that why it's your favorite? No, it's just like, I don't know. I like shoulders. Yeah. What's your favorite body part? Favorite body part? I don't know. That's such a weird question. <laughs> like, shoulders. what's my favorite love, body part? Shoulders are so fun. I love my shoulders. I have matching mm. moles on both my shoulders. Oh, that's cute. On old thighs. Come on. Come on. Like a good thigh. Like a good chicken thigh. Like a good chicken thigh. What's, good... your, what's your favorite part of a chicken? When you're like, I'm going to eat chicken. Are you like a drumstick? Oh, are no, you a thigh? Thigh, are you... thigh drumstick. 
Thigh drumstick? Thigh and drumstick. Cause then thigh you, and drumstick. Yeah, because you cut it off with the thigh, and then you get the thigh and the drumstick part. Oh. Oh, yeah. I think I think I prefer the thigh over the drumstick, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. I fucking love a good drumstick. I feel like thighs have more meat to them. Yeah, thighs have more the more meat. And they're like, I don't know. What part of the chicken Succulent. is the drumstick? Is it their the, calf? It's the, like the legs. Because your thigh and then, it's so it's like your lower? Or is it I like guess, your upper? I guess it'd be like from knee to foot. Yeah, beefy shins. <laughs> Are we sure about this? I don't know. I feel like this is incorrect. <laughs> Let me do a quick little Google search. Hey, you're the one, you're the one who's studying bones. <laughs> I'm not just studying chicken bones. <laughs> I know deer bones and I know human bones. Also, my most recent search, I was looking up uh, where are drumsticks, and it said, where did your tears come from? <laughs> Tear ducks. It'll make sense later, but. <laughs> oh, God, okay. You know what? Okay. You know what? I... Okay, so I was crying recently. Slay. As you do. As you do. Why does your body, like, not want to breathe and you're crying? I Googled it w- mid-cry, being like, why that... is my body, why am I so okay not breathing as I'm crying, you know? Why? I don't know. It didn't tell me. Yeah, that is such a good question. Especially if, like, you're going for, like, a good, like, visceral cry. Like, like I was literally sitting there, like, tears down my face and just, like, was sitting there not breathing. Googling how to breathe when you're crying. It is the calf part of the leg. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. They got beefy calves. Oh, right. Chickens are like that. Oh, so it's more, like, in their body. That's weird. Yeah, so that's, like, the part that's sticking out. That's kinda. weird. Yeah. <laughs> but they're yummy. Love me, love me a chicken. How's your life? What's new? What's new? I'm working. Womp womp. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. That's 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 my life right now. I work. I go home. I hang out with my boyfriend. Oh, for for all y'all anime nerds out there, I started watching Naruto. What anime nerds listen to this podcast? I don't oh, know. Ryan. There we go. Ryan. Ryan. I don't Ryan, know that's this. for you. I started I started watching Naruto. It's really good. I hate myself. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you've seen it. I feel like you've seen it. I don't know. It's so Ryan. Like, if you're listening, let us know. Have you Have you seen Naruto? Because we'll update the rest of you guys. <laughs> I'm. Next. I'm. I. I like hate how into it I am, but there's something about it. It's so charming, but then it breaks your heart. I okay. love it. I love it. What have I been watching? Oh, I started watching Once Upon a Time. You know what I'm watching? I'm watching. So The Conjuring, The Nun, and Annabelle all take place in the same universe. Yes. So I'm making my way. Through them all. Through them all. Mm. So far, Annabelle sucks. I don't think I've seen Annabelle. I remember I didn't like The Nun. Nun also was not, like, none of these have, like, frightened me. No, I think The Nun got me, like, on a jump scare, too. I, there was like... one jump scare that got me. And then I think The Conjuring, so far, is the best one. The Conjuring? The first one's the one with, like, the red guy, right? You're thinking of Insidious. I am thinking of Insidious. Which also, great jump scare. Oh my god, no. I'm pretty sure that's, like... That's awarded like, the best yeah. jump scare no the first the first insidious with the red guy like actually gave me nightmares like he's terrifying even though you see him just for like a second oh he's yeah oh my god oh my god yeah. i don't like him <laughs> but no annabelle creation so it's like the second annabelle movie that came out but it's like the prequel to like annabelle okay yeah, that yeah. one's definitely a lot more spooky there's a lot more doll action oh, okay and gotcha. like children Ugh. yeah <laughs> have you seen megan yet no <laughs> i could care less <laughs> it looks so truly care less oh i was gonna say so my boyfriend and i went on a date the other day went to the museum and this is a fact sophie knows i don't know how widely known it is but i don't like taxidermy oh yeah don't like taxidermy freaks me out not a fan i feel like you've probably mentioned that on this i think so i think i have yeah but we're walking through the taxidermy section where it's like the round room and then there's like the deer and the cougars and the bears right and i am 
holding on to Jasper quite firmly, looking at the ground. I'm like, I'm, I'm not having it. And then Jasper's like, I just want to like go like look at the bear, like and then we'll like move on. And I'm like, you cannot leave me, but I can't get too close <laughs> to these things. And then you know how it's like an echo chamber in there almost. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, already scared shitless. And then I just hear a whisper like right in my oh fucking my ear. I'm just like, hey. And it scared the shit out of me. I jumped, screamed, and oh ran my out of God. the room. <laughs> I would pay good money to see that. Oh my god. It was it was awful. It was terrifying. It took a while for my heartbeat to get back to normal. <laughs> but it was like it was just like there was this like other couple in there and this guy was just like, hey, why can't we whisper in here? But it was like so right next to my ear and it sounded so breathy. Something about it with everything else combined just didn't like it. Scared me. It scared me real bad. <laughs> we should add a bit uh to the the start of our podcast to be like this week, what did Sophie horribly spell wrong oh because yes. this one I, I have a doozy for this week guys um i was texting someone and i was what did i say I, I i said my name in like third person you know i went oh i was talking about homework and i was like oh that's sophie like tomorrow sophie's problem yeah and my finger went for the f <laughs> my finger went for the f my name is s-o-p-h-i-e p-h and my finger went for the f. the f oh my god that's so funny I still love how, because Sophie keeps a list of words that she's, like, spelt wrong. And the list is called words that Sophie has forgotten momentarily. And then the very first word on the list is momentarily. And then it's followed by exactly, but I tried to spell it A-C-C. <laughs> and I went, because, like, except. Why isn't it exactly? <laughs> oh, no. And then I had the same logic when I went collaboratively. I went C-A-U-L. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh my god. I will say though, every time I like type, because I just, I feel like most of the time I don't pay enough attention to where my fingers are going, so I spell a lot of words wrong, but every time I do it and I look back, I just think, I'm like, oh, having a Sophie moment. Yeah, <laughs> I just go through all my spelling mistakes. Anytime you guys misspell a word bad, just go, Sophie's done it before. Yeah, just go, oh, Sophie moment. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to Target. I miss Target. I want a bunch of just, like, American snacks. I've been contemplating, because I live close to the Coho. Yeah. I've been contemplating just jumping on the Coho one day, going just to, like, Portland. Skiing. I don't even, Where is the closest Target? I feel like I'm going to have to drive a little further than Portland to get to Target. What not, what, is there not one in Seattle? Yeah, but that's, like, kind of far. Target. But isn't, doesn't the Coho just take you to Seattle? I don't know, folks. I've never Ooh. been to the States. Do, do, do. Let's see, let's see, let's see. You've never been to the States? I've, we've had this discussion. I have been in airports and that's it. Any okay. Looks like I will have to drive to, where is this? Silverdale, Washington. <laughs> However, it is only three hours and 17 minutes. Oh yeah. Only, <laughs> only three hours and 17 minutes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've also, what I wanted to go to the States for another reason. I don't remember what it was. Oh, I really want Dunkin' Donuts, but that's, like, mostly, that's pretty far. Like, there's no Dunkin' Donuts in any of the states around us. Mm, I would love to try Dunkin' Donuts. Because people are just like, ooh, Dunkin' Coffee, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's I so want to try up. it. I'd love to get a taste. I want to I wanna get some of the um, USA Monster. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
there was oh my sister's wedding we were planning uh like the liquor stuff and i was like oh i can just like go over to the states buy just a bunch of liquor from the costco and then come back and i went well i guess they do have customs yeah and if they're like do you have anything to declare i'll be like i have um enough alcohol for 70 people in my trunk (laughs) it's fine though it's fine though it's just for family because i'm pretty sure there's a limit on how much you can take across yeah i'm pretty sure if i do two trips (laughs) there we go i'm sure that'll be not at all more expensive than just buying the booze here yeah 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 at that point yeah at that point Speaking of the states, that just happens to be where my story takes place. I will warn y'all, this is a doozy. What trigger warnings, what content warnings do we have to have? Sexual assault, mainly. That's a big one. Just general awfulness. I definitely was like researching this and there was just like a twist in my stomach the whole time. I was like, this is disgusting. So if that's not something you want to listen to, uh, listen to yeah, go my ahead episode. Skip, go to Sophie's episode. I my will not be offended. episode will not have content warnings. Yeah, no, this is this is definite definite content warning. I will say, like, I didn't I didn't fully go into the details, of course, because of icky icky how icky icky it is. And yeah, <laughs> let's 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 just dive right in, folks. Strap on your goggles. It's about to get gross. Oh, that was because like diving in. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> So on August 22nd, 2002, Michelle Knight disappeared after leaving her cousin's house. She's 21 years old at this time. On the day of her disappearance, she was supposed to appear in court for a child custody case for her son, Joey. At this time, he was in custody of the state. But after her disappearance, the police put forward very little effort into finding her, seeing as at this time, she was an adult and they believed that she ran away out of anger over losing custody of her son. 15 months after she vanished, she was removed from the National Crime Information Center database. Michelle Knight, remember that name. Okay, Michelle Knight. On April 21st, 2003, Amanda Berry disappeared the night before her 17th birthday. At 8 p.m., she called her sister to let her know that she would be getting a ride home after her shift at Burger King. Wait, when does this take place? This is 2003. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Initially, the FBI thought that she was just a runaway until a week after she disappeared when her mother got a call from Amanda's cell phone where an unidentified male said, quote, I have Amanda, she's fine, and will be coming home in a couple of days, end quote. In 2004, she was featured on Fox's America's Most Wanted, where her disappearance was linked to another girl who disappeared. I will be talking about that. November of the same year, a psychic quote-unquote, told Amanda's mother, Luann Miller, that her daughter was dead and was in the water. After being told this, Luanna was heartbroken. She gave away many of her daughter's things, but she never gave up and continued looking until she passed away from heart failure in March of 2006. July of 2012, Robert Wolford, he was a prison inmate, and he claimed that he knew where Amanda's body was buried. But all he did was lead the police to an empty lot on the Cleveland West Side. This led to him being sentenced to four and a half years in prison for obstruction of justice, making a false report, and making a false alarm. On April 2nd, 2004, Georgina Lynn de Jesus, known as Gina, disappeared at just 14 years old. At 3 p.m., she was seen at a payphone when heading home from school. Just before her disappearance, she and her friend Arlene had called Arlene's mother, Gramilda, and asked for permission to sleep over at Gina's house. But her mother declined and the two girls went their separate ways. After she disappeared, an Amber Alert was not issued because they initially thought that she was just a runaway, Mm -hmm. uh, which led to her father speaking out about how Amber Alerts are issued and saying that, you know, regardless if they're a runaway or kidnapped, if a child goes missing, an Amber Alert should be issued, which is, yeah, yeah, I agree. And in 2004, her disappearance was linked to Amanda Berry's on America's Most Wanted. So these are the three girls of this story, Gina, Amanda, and Michelle, and I will get back to them in a moment. 
But right now, we're going to talk about the piece of fucking shit, Ariel Castro. He... <gasps> oh! Yeah, do you know this story? No, I've heard the name before, though. It's, it's pretty famous. I mean, it's all pretty recent. Well, I guess about, I think, 10 years-ish. Yeah. Because, spoiler alert, they were found. Okay. Yeah. So that was that was really big in the news, and it's something that was talked about for a long time. And the three women have since gone on to be big advocators in helping survivors and families of kidnapping, trafficking, all of that. So Ooh. they're they're still quite prevalent. Yeah. But yeah, Ariel Castro was born on July tenth, nineteen sixty, in Puerto Rico. Uh, his parents divorced when he was still a child, and he moved to the U.S. with his mother and three siblings. They first ended up in. Exton, Pennsylvania, uh, but they then settled in Cleveland, Ohio, where Castro's father and a couple other members of their family lived. During the 1980s, Castro's family moved into a house across the street from his future girlfriend, Grimelda. In 1992, the two moved into their own home in the Tremont neighborhood. Alita Carabello, this was Grimelda's sister, she said that once the couple moved into their new home, quote, all hell started breaking loose. Alita claimed that Castro beat her sister, breaking her nose, arms, ribs, and caused a blood clot in her brain that resulted in an inoperable brain tumor, and at another point, threw her down a flight of stairs and cracked her skull. Ugh. Yeah. In 1993, Castro was finally arrested on charges for domestic violence, but he was never indicted. Nothing ever really came of it. Three years later, October 1996, Gramilda finally moves out and got custody of the couple's four kids. The police helped her move out, moved out, and they had to detain Castro so that she was safe during this process, but no charges were ever pressed. And after she left, Castro continued to threaten and attack her, and she filed charges in 2005 for abuse and for frequently abducting their daughters. God. And the court granted her a temporary restraining order until a few months later when it was finally dismissed. Then, in 2012, Gramilda died from complications of the brain tumor that Castro caused. So now I'm going to jump to... Castro, if you hadn't figured it out yet, kidnapped Michelle Knight, Amanda Berry, and Gina DeSeuss within the span of three years. Wait, what happened to their daughter? They had four they had four daughters. Oh, right. I am not sure. They didn't go to him. I'll tell you okay, that. Good. I'll tell you that right now. And I, I know that because Castro kept these three women in his house. He yeah. would rotate from keeping them either in the basement or they would be in the rooms upstairs. The entire house was boarded up and kept dark, and the three girls lived in squalor with little to no contact with each other. While many large searches took place for Amanda and Gina, she would taunt Michelle often, saying, no one cares about you, just because her family... She who? Michelle. She was the first girl who was kidnapped. Oh, okay. Because she was an adult, and I don't believe that she had, like, a lot of family she was close to, and... No, she... Who... Who taunts her? Oh, Castro. Oh, okay. Yeah. You said she. I was so Sorry. Confused. No. Oh, one of the girls is taunting her? No, no. He, he would taunt Michelle often. The girls were allowed diaries during their captivities. I believe it was mainly Michelle and Amanda who kept the diaries. But for Michelle, during her captivity, she would keep track of what atro atrocities he committed while he held her captive. She wrote about the sexual assaults the five pregnancies that she had, and then the miscarriages that were caused by his beatings. But Michelle was later quoted as saying, but he couldn't break me. Why let the devil control me? Unfortunately, in 2006, Amanda, she's 20 years old now, she gave birth to a baby girl while still in captivity. She named her Jocelyn, and he forced Michelle to assist in the birth, and it took place in a plastic kiddie pool in the basement. And as little Jocelyn grew up, Castro forced Amanda to tell her daughter that the chains on her wrists were bracelets. 
This sounds like something out of Criminal Minds. Oh, like straight, straight out of Criminal Minds. It's insane. And Amanda tried to do the best at like giving her daughter a normal life. She taught her how to read and to write. They would like do pretend walks to school and stuff like that. I'll I'll get back a little bit more onto Jocelyn because Castor treated her differently. Mm. But Castor was also fond of torturing his victims with twisted mind game games using basic human rights as an award for example if they wanted to shower he would have to join and it would be like oh yeah this is like your prize and it was he would lord these privileges over their heads he would withhold food from them waiting days sometimes a week at a time would pass before and when he fed them it would never be much occasionally he would allow the girls to leave the rooms to which they were confined but only to do chores around the house he would create like this environment of jealousy and distrust between them so he would like give one girl more food and then uh -huh. the other girls would be like, well, why does she get that? Or one girl would have like a new shirt, you know? Yeah. Things like that. They were not allowed access to washrooms. Instead, they were given buckets that were very infrequently changed. He would taunt them by leaving their usually locked doors open sometimes. And then when they would attempt to flee, he would catch them and punish them in ways I don't even want to imagine. He also tried to make them like forget about their birthdays and it would instead make them celebrate their abduction day with him. Ew. He did, however, allow them a small old TV that was like in black and white. And he would make them watch their families on the news looking for them. When Amanda's mother passed away, he made her watch that being covered on the news. But as the years passed, they were allowed to watch other programs. It was mentioned that they were they watched the wedding of Prince William and Duchess Kate, which I couldn't imagine. That was so recent. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't imagine like being in that situation and then just kind of like watching this huge opulent display. I, I yeah. As Jocelyn, Amanda Berry's daughter, grew older, Castro ended up taking the chains off of Amanda to avoid answering any questions an inquisitive toddler would have. As she continued to grow, Castro granted her freedoms that he did not extend to his captives. She was allowed to go into the backyard. He would take her to the park. He would take her to church on Sunday. Sometimes they would visit his mother and his excuse was that Jocelyn came from like an ex-girlfriend that pretty much just like would drop yeah. her off. Amanda was always very nervous about their interactions. She's quoted as saying later, she loved him, he loved her. I was nervous, like, would he touch her? Would he ever think about touching her because, you know, he had his problems? Finally, May 6, 2013, Castro left the house to go to a nearby McDonald's. Jocelyn, she's six years old now, she's allowed a bit more freedom, she can kind of roam around the house. She runs upstairs to her mother and says, I don't find daddy, daddy's nowhere around. Mom, daddy's car is gone. Amanda's door was unlocked and she wondered if it was really happening or just another sick mind game of Castro's. For the first time, ever her door was unlocked she didn't have her chains on and it looked like castro was actually out of the house she ran to the front door the door was unlocked but it was wired with an alarm and there was like a storm a storm door you know like one of the like the screen doors pretty much okay yeah but it was padlocked so like she oh, okay. still couldn't get out but she stuck her arm around it and she began to scream someone please please help me i'm amanda berry please finally a neighbor charles ramsey noticed ran to help Together, the two of them managed to kick and pull the door, enough for her to call through. Once she was out, she got Jocelyn to crawl out after her. 911 was called, and they finally, after like 10 years, came and rescued Jean and Michelle. 
because this is a, this is 2013. Michelle went missing in 2002, so 11 years for her. Amanda, 2003, and Gina, 2004. Damn. After the rescue, Amanda said, I was terrified and thought that just because there's people on the street doesn't mean that he won't hurt me. And Gina was initially so shocked by everything that was happening. She thought that it was like another one of Castro's mind games. She mm-hmm. thought the police were just people in costumes. Like, that's how insane it was. After they were freed, all three women plus Jocelyn were brought to the Metro Health Medical Center. The next day, Amanda and Gina were released along with Jocelyn, but it wasn't until four days later that Michelle was released. She, because she had suffered five miscarriages without like any medical care, unfortunately, she was never able to have her own kids after that. And I read somewhere that she had to get facial reconstructive surgery. Oh my God. Because of how bad the beatings were. Shortly after the rescue, Castro was arrested in McDonald's parking lot. What a place to get arrested. Right? Just like, <laughs> like. Did he get his McDonald's? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it had been enough stretch of time. He was probably like sitting in his truck eating the McDonald's and then they were like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Fuck you. Like the alarm didn't go off at all. So mm. I assume he would get like a notification or something. I don't know. Well, this is 2013. 2013 was like. Uh, <laughs> 10 years ago. Yeah, 10 years ago. I, I'm not sure. It could have just been like she was worried that like she would trip the alarm and he would hear it. Oh, okay. Something like that. But Castro was initially charged with four counts of kidnapping, three counts of rape on May 8th. May 9th, he made his first court appearance where his bail was set to $8 million. Good. It was like $2 million per something. I can't yeah. remember. But it all culminated to $8 million. July 12th, he was officially charged with 512 counts of kidnapping. 400- whoa, 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 whoa. What? Yeah, yeah. Who else did he kidnap? It was, I, I don't know how that works out. <laughs> What? I don't, I don't know. Was it just like, what? Okay. Because it was just the three of them. And then, yeah. I, I don't know. But he was charged okay. with 512 counts of kidnapping, 446 counts of rape, seven counts of gross sexual imposition, six of felonious assault, three of child endangerment, two of aggravated murder, and one of possession of criminal tools. What did he murder? The miscarriages. <gasps> right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why only two? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not sure how all that works, okay. honestly. Yeah. But this came to 977 charges that were against him. If he pled not guilty, he faced uh, the death penalty, the lethal injection, if he was convicted. Oh, yes. 2013. 2013 in Ohio. But on July 26, he pleaded guilty to 937 of these 977 charges that were against him. It was part of a plea bargain that would give him consecutive life sentences plus 1,000 years, all without parole. He forfeited his right to appeal. He could not profit anyway off his crimes. He also forfeited all of his assets, including his house, where he committed these heinous fucking crimes. And it was very soon afterwards demolished. Good. As far as I know, the update was is that I don't, I don't even know if anything's still been built on it. But like even Google Street View, they like blur out just the property now. Damn. Yeah. Even, even though the house has been demolished. At a sentencing hearing on August 1st, Castro talked for almost 20 minutes. This is the part where I was like sitting here and I was just kept sighing. Throughout, he said things such as, quote, I'm a good person, not a monster, end quote. He claimed that he was addicted to sex and pornography pretty much from a young age. He claimed that he had never beaten nor tortured the woman and said that most of the sex sex he had with them was consensual. He blamed the FBI for not catching him soon enough. He also blamed Amanda, Michelle, and Gina because they got in his car with him. That's how he took them initially. Oh, I should say, they all somewhat knew him beforehand. Gina was friends with one of his daughters. 
I think he was like a family friend of Michelle's. There was there was a connection every time. But no connections were made. But no by connections the were made. He he would like at one point Gina's mother like gave him flyers to hand out. Uh, and he like took it home and like rubbed it in her face. Okay. Like yeah, he's just this huge monster. He also insisted during this that he only had sex with them when he knew that they were not virgins. Because apparently that was a big fucking deal to him. At one point he said I hope they can find in their hearts to forgive me because we had a lot of harmony going on in that home. Man's a little Delulu. Man's hella fucking Delulu. Thank God, on September 3rd, 2013, only one month into his life sentence, Castro was found hanging in his cell from a bedsheet. Respect. Was officially ruled a suicide. I mean, he got out of it too easy, but yeah. at the same time, it's like... At least he's gone. At least he's gone, right? But on to some... Just to just to finish it off on like a bit of a bit of an up note, this is the most recent update of what I could find of the three women. Since being rescued, Michelle Knight, she's since changed her name. She released two memoirs, one in 2014 called Finding Me and another one in 2018, Life After Darkness. On May 6, 2016, the anniversary of the three years since she'd been freed, she married Miguel Rodriguez and she now travels the globe as a public speaker and she launched a foundation called Lily's Ray of Hope. And it supports women and girls who are victims of trafficking, abuse, and violence. Who's Lily? That's, I think, her new first name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amanda Berry started to host a daily news segment on Fox 8. And it just covers missing people, basically. Her whole... <laughs> I thought we don't like Fox News. We, I, yeah. I don't know. Because, like... I, I don't know the logistics of it. I, I don't know the like... logistics. Like, like we don't like Fox overarching. I oh, think okay. I think this was just like the biggest program in her city. Yeah. But she started a news segment and it covers missing people. She said, quote, I hope we get the faces of missing people out there and get people looking at them a second time, a third time and looking at their name. It's kind of the small things that make a big difference. So she's all about like bringing awareness at home to those who are currently missing and making everyone just a little extra vigilant. Mm hmm. She also spends a lot of time raising her daughter, Jocelyn, and says that like she's trying to give her all the best years she never got. In the article I was reading, it was talking about how they just celebrated her sweet 16th, which was how, which was Amanda Berry was 16 when she was taken. Yeah. So she was like, it was this big bash that she put together and like they wanted it to. It was kind of for both of them. It was kind of for both of them. And like, (laughs) oh. Just teared up a little bit. <laughs> Gina De-, De Jesus. She works with the Northeast Ohio Amber Alert Committee. She also she's a little bit more private than the other two. Amanda Berry and Gina did release a book that was like co-written by some people just talking about their experience. But beyond that, she's she's much more low key. She keeps with her family. But she works with the Amber Alert Committee, helping survivors and their family. And in 2018, she launched a nonprofit called the Cleveland Family Center for Missing Children and Adults. And it helps the families who are dealing with missing loved ones. She and her family are very involved in this nonprofit. And they travel the country teaching law enforcement how to help the families of those missing. Good. Horrible story. Yeah. The fact that these three women took what happened to them and just channeled it into helping other people is fucking, like, inspirational. Honestly, at the end of the day. Yeah. Ugh. I was, oh, I like need to take a shower tonight. I was like sitting there reading shit and researching it. And I was like, this man is fucking disgusting. I can't even. He would like have people over to his house because it was, it was like a big fucking house, but he would have people over and just have like rooms locked off and be like, oh, like you can't go in there. And it was, he was just keeping these girls in there. So yeah, (laughs) 
That's my story about the incredible rescue and survival of Michelle Knight, Amanda Berry, and Gina De Jesus. And Jocelyn. And Jocelyn. Lovely Jocelyn. Apparently, I read an interview Amanda did about her, and she's like, she's such a kind and caring girl. Like, she's just full of light, and like, she just seems like such a sweetheart. You know what I don't understand about, like, court stuff? When people get life so in prison plus like ninety years, yeah, like, right. My my go to thought process is, oh, if we're able to like make people immortal, <laughs> or like if somehow they survive to be like two hundred years old, they're still in prison. Yeah, like I don't think that's right. I but I'm like, if we figure out the key I, to eternal life, then I like they're still be in prison. Yeah, I don't the, think we would give them. Because, like, the thing about, you know. like, life sentences is a lot of the time, like, in Canada, I think it's, like, 25 years max. What? Or something like that. There's, like, a max life. There's, like, a max amount of time. I might be totally... <laughs> Shouldn't life be until death? Like, like... Am I wrong? By definition. Life? Wow, I just felt life wrong twice. Okay, no, sorry. They must serve at least 25 years before they can go on parole. That's my bad. That's my bad. Okay, good. See, I, life without parole should be, like cut and dry like boom like why is it like plus, plus 1,000 years? years like i guess they just really want to make sure that just to like hit home and be like you're not yeah it's like you're never fucking leaving well i assume it is something to do with like the amount like the charges because they each yeah. come with their own sentence i feel like there's not just like oh once you get life it's like there we go at the end yeah no they got it they stack it all up oh, okay that's that's what i'm assuming yeah um, especially considering like all of the charges he had and then like multiple life sentences at plus 1000 years like yeah because i feel like didn't one of the serial killers get like 420 years added on to their life yeah which yeah. is like, like you're just fucking rotting in jail my guy yeah dope dope slay slay stay tuned for a much happier episode guys <laughs> we are going to be putting out something so much more uplifting which i desperately need i'm very glad we did mine first so that we can yeah. then follow it up with yours and i'm going to be talking about dolly parton sorry kaylee that's a lie <laughs> bye bye